Hello, welcome to In Bed With Books, the podcast where we talk about smutty fantasy, classics, and more. My name is Melissa. And I'm Bethany. If you'd like to find more of us, you can find us on our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, YouTube for video versions of the podcast, or wherever you pod on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to see us outside of the podcast, then head over to Instagram and follow us at InBedWithBooksPod. Thanks for being here. Let's jump right in. We both have half-naked ladies oh, over yeah. our shoulder. Who are those titties? <laughs> Her titties are at least like painted. Yeah. So. No nipples. No nipples. No nipples. Yes. That is Instagram safe. Whatever. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so less than 12 hours till I am in the air to go to a wedding. Yeah. So in the last two days, tell me what's new. What's up? What's the hot oh, goss? Not much. Um, I went and visited my sister last night and I saw her kitten who I haven't seen the kitten in a while and she's already grown. Like mm-hmm. she's still a kitten. Like yeah. she's like long and like lean and she is really like active and she never like calms down. But she was telling me this story. She had this, show me this video of her name's May of like the kids will like run and like May will like get on her hind legs and like run with her arms up for like a split second. <laughs> that's terrifying isn't that it's really scary looking I mean she got she got Violet the little girl to like kind of jump and like put her hands up and be like she'd be like May jump you know and jump and then like May would like mimic her and there's this there so they got it on that's what they got on video which was like her like jumping and then like moving a couple steps isn't that insane i would probably start sleeping with like a crucifix i know she, I saw and that. she's like and she has like these big eyes and she she is very like flying squirrel spider she's spider monkey well like, also like the picture you sent me of her asleep on your lap that yeah, was she, like an odd way for a cat to be laying down yeah <laughs> that's she's very cute though i, I know <laughs> that's how they she's get you funny. Um, yeah I feel like I just got here and now I'm traveling again I know you're a lot of motion for you I know I just like to sit (laughs) like that is my preferred position yeah just seated I love traveling I like going new places but I also like being in one place long enough that the going to the new place is okay and like it feels new but yeah. right now I'm like, this still feels new. Yeah. And now I'm leaving it again. I mean, yeah. granted, it's only for like a week, but I'm still like, I want to sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's already exhausting. <sighs> I'm going to have a good time. I'm going for my cousin's wedding. So it's not like, yeah, it's not like meaningless travel. It's not like it's going to be a really boring trip or anything. It's going to be a fun trip. So yeah. And you'll get to see a bunch of people yeah, I'll get to see a bunch of family, which will be super nice. You'll have a lot of drama to tell me, I'm sure. <laughs> no, never. Family drama. I'm actually remembering something that I could tell you right now, but I won't. <laughs> not on the air. Not Yeah, not on the air. Not on the air. 
Um, okay, let's like jump right into this. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so today we're reading, we're reading, we're mm-hmm. covering A River Enchanted by Rebecca Ross. And I instantly fell in love with this so much. Same. I Same. cried and I had like a soulgasm. Like I was very like, I was like, my soul was like turned on. Does that make sense? It was like, Where I'm just like, you. I'm like aroused and like stirred and like emotional and like full of life all at the same time. It's where like you want to live in that world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I feel you 100%. I read this in two days. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, mostly out of necessity, but I, yeah, it no, honestly was very, it was honestly very easy to do because I never, there was never so a good. moment where like I was struggling to read it or to like keep myself occupied. I was yeah. just, I was invested from page one. Yeah. So. Oh, I this love the a- magic system. Yeah. I, so I, I just really love, and I'm sorry if you hear things going on in the background because Milo is cooking good for him and it smells really good um good for you yeah um I I realized because there's other books I've read that are similar like you know um kind of a Scottish um location and obviously older you know although there's not this is more of like fantasy world but so it's like hard to tell like what time frame or like what is going on um but it's it's that kind of like magic system where it has to like do with the earth mm-hmm. and like people's experience rather than like you know you know me like just like I like the <laughs> I like the character's experience with magic yeah. more than like the magic itself yeah um and the love story <laughs> I is my, I mean, is my new favorite. Both, I, I guess all of the love stories that were in this were yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Jack and Adira. Yeah. The Drantoran and um, Mirren and the Brecken. Yeah. Because even that was like Starcross Lovers. Yeah. Kind of. Like that, it's classic. That mm-hmm. is, it was, okay. <laughs> all of the love in this book was so good yes and even beyond the romantic love because the way he just immediately is like that is Frey is my sister and yes you hurt her I hurt you kind of thing like instantly yeah instantly uh yeah I loved that when he like he instantly like took ownership of his like family Mm -hmm. again yeah Mm -hmm. that was nice and I loved his backstory like Jack's like his whole story of like not feeling like he has like a place in Mm -hmm. um cadence and then like leaving and then even struggling at the university because he went to university to be a bard and like the first year he said it was he wasn't even as good as like the other students and stuff and so his like journey with that and realizing that oh he just needed to like keep working at it and then he eventually like got good enough and but still didn't feel good enough not until he went back to home yeah and then of course later that moment I think was it their wedding 
their hand fast and he plays for the clan and like gets that recognition that he's been wanting that yeah he's now like, he can serve this like, is why i've been learning yeah yes this is yeah. my purpose um and so he kind of came home there and i i just i really liked that mm-hmm. um i love the sense of like coming home and mm-hmm. him and adira have very two different like ways of experiencing that mm-hmm. which we didn't know at first yeah um because for him it's coming back and realizing that it is his home but it's not because of where it is it's because of the people and then for her it's realizing that it's not her home mm-hmm. as far as she knows and like what does home look like if it's not your blood so yeah I thought that was interesting yeah my favorite romance <laughs> yes. was Torn and Citra I figured I love I love rocky relationships <laughs> I do because it's that's yours it's is so real. good no it's it's because it's real it's because that's for sure sure you know yeah it's because like I've been in moments like that when it's Mm -hmm. and that's because I like it I don't I respond to and the book really kind of was discussing this which was there's a difference between the love that like Torn and Donella had where it was like they were like destined for each other and it was it mm-hmm. felt like an instant like love at first sight and everything was they were peachy. like two, two parts of the same like yeah sheet, like cut from the same cloth kind of situation yeah. Yeah. yeah and so then so then you have so then Cedric get, comes into the equation and I love that her and Maisie have this like great relationship already mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um love that and and there seems to be some kind of distance growing between Torin and Sidra. And Sidra loves, has grown to love him in, mm-hmm. in this way. And it's almost as if, oh, what, did she, what did she call it? Like this silent love, mm-hmm. I think. And then Torin has always just kind of, her it's always been her presence like like always kind of coming home to her mm-hmm. and what hoping that she's there and I always let there there was always this very keen sense of he always knew where she was mm-hmm. and went so that he could like watch her well like the the time when he goes home and she's not there yeah and he's like he panics at first because he doesn't know where she is yeah and he can't speak into the wind to try to find her yeah like that was a like that was one of those moments where he was like scared yeah genuinely scared yeah yeah and it and it wasn't even like a, a territorial thing it mm-hmm. was because it was a yearning and so it's it's so interesting for these two people to be yearning for each other mm-hmm. and they're together but they're not mm-hmm. and so then for them to like find each other and like oh that was just so beautiful I I love I think theirs is my favorite as well yeah for a similar reason because like marriage of convenience is like it's a huge trope right I mean that's mm-hmm. literally what what Jack and and Adira did but they also kind of had the vibe of like arranged marriage mm-hmm. and so there's something really beautiful about them growing to love each other like that like you said like mm-hmm. we get to see that moment the first time that they have sex together where it's like they aren't just doing this because they're husband and wife and it's convenient and they are there for each other they're doing this because they want to have sex with each other they want to yeah. be in that space with each other and that was yeah that was great yeah 
That was, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and then he gets his voice taken away. I like my note is literally maybe this will help their relationship if he just shuts up for a little while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he, the, if he even admits it later. He's like, since I couldn't just talk, I was noticing more things because mm-hmm. all he could do was watch. I'm like, wow, what an amazing revelation to be having that if yeah. you don't just talk all the time you'll find out more stuff which is something that like at that point I had a feeling that he was going to become layered I had no idea absolutely uh, no idea yeah. that she was gonna be from the west yeah um but I had a feeling somewhere or another he was gonna become layered because he was growing so much and she seemed to be falling apart a little bit more Adira mm-hmm. I mean so yeah, yeah. I uh, I was listening to it on my walk today and it was the scene and I was going to go back and underline it. Um, I think it was chapter 24, but it's when they, he finally gets his voice. So there's that time when they kind of have makeup sex, but he still can't talk. Yeah. And then there's the time when he can talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> when he professes his love and then they have sex as actual partners life partners and they say each other's name I yeah. that's when I there had my so soul gasm <laughs> the names in this so like there was that moment for them there was the repeat of my old menace which frankly mm-hmm. if I'd have heard it one more time it would have been the death of me yeah and then there was the way that um Niall Brecken Jack's dad said Mirren's name twice mm. when he was in the house. That almost undid me. Like yeah. right there, I almost just passed away. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, when people the, the say names, say the names, it's in it's with such in such a moment. Like there's like there's the so gravity. much power behind yeah. these. Yes, and I think part of that has to do with the way that like the book really like what's the word. I guess the so the best word is like the book really references fairy tale mm-hmm. the like the use of secrets and the like the communication with spirits mm-hmm. and like the truth the use of secrets and I guess the way the magic works and everything and so it felt like the use the way that she Rebecca Ross uses names and that felt very connected to that like that style that she was mm-hmm. throwing back to a bit so yeah 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 okay so here's a few things a few questions because we know that in a few months we will have book number two yes question number one and i'm kind of just going from the beginning of the book here so when Torin meets the lady out of time and he finds a little figurine that looks like sidra and he's like this is Sidra and she's like actually this is the spirit that was something that I feel like got referenced a couple times and then they didn't really hash out Mm -hmm. and so I'm curious to see because like as far as we know people on the mainland don't use magic either so it's not just like an island thing it seems to be a people thing just as much Mm -hmm. and so are these people further connected to the spirits than we've been previously led to believe yeah um number two is Niall still alive right because the way that the guards were talking about him 
made it seem like they were gonna kill him mm. like you got your last wish kind of thing when he was yeah. like you got to see them but they also those people also almost immediately got punished by Inez and so I don't know if he saw his death just yet also how willing was he a participant in that whole situation yeah we don't really have his, his side of the yeah, story not at all and now that jack's not going to the west with with her which almost had me crying i mean i literally finished this a little under an hour ago and i mm-hmm. almost cried when i realized that he wasn't gonna go because it- they let us believe right up until that moment yes it was there was something a little too tidy about it yeah. i was like uh, like and they kept going on about it and I'm like uh they're like I know nailing the coffin you know I know and then yeah the last minute something was gonna be up so there's so that's interesting so there's no music in the west yes this is another one with like a huge level of balance too so that's super curious yeah yeah <laughs> it just left me with so many questions I know and I think part of it is because every time we discover a little bit more about their system and their world, I know less than I did a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of the nature of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not something you can really connect. Yeah. It feels like the plaids that she weaves yes. because the secrets come out and then it falls apart and you're like, what's going on? Yes. Yeah. About the plaids. Yes. Tell me. Do you remember, and I'm like, is this from the book or is it from something else I was like watching or something? But isn't there something about, was it when Sidra was looking through, no. There's um, something about, uh, is there anything purple? Do you remember anything purple? No, I don't. Okay. It doesn't so mean that it didn't have else. it. It didn't, doesn't mean it doesn't have it. I realized about two thirds of the way through that I wasn't paying enough to, attention to the colors. Yeah. Because I think I remember either Adira or Sidra was rummaging through a chest or at some point, or maybe it was when um, Torin went to the, that croft with the lady. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something purple and I wasn't paying attention either, but I was like, oh, maybe, it, maybe it, did happen yeah but if the west is blue and the east is red red together that makes purple yeah um so i'm i hope i didn't imagine it (laughs) (laughs) that there was like some little clue (laughs) like i need to get like the ebook from the library and just yes and and search yeah control f (laughs) yep yep yay kindle (laughs) yes um Okay. The book was so long Mm -hmm. that I'm like thinking back to the beginning right now and I'm like, oh yeah, Jack was a completely different person when Mm -hmm. I first started reading. All of my opinions that I had on Jack at the very beginning are kind of irrelevant now. Right. He was definitely like artsy university musician guy who he like drops in the very beginning like well you know like the first time I had a lover or when he's like I guess not him not his his uh, internal monologue with the narrator yeah and oh which by the way Rebecca Ross does a very very excellent job of switching between points of view mm-hmm. like 
I've never had something read something with this many points of view read this seamlessly and not have like their name at the top you know yeah yeah like you just knew immediately based on like the tone and what was happening like very very awesome use of that yeah um but yeah like that being said okay so this felt very much more of a character driven book Mm -hmm. and so at the very beginning his his scenes are so like selfish mm-hmm. he's so kind of he's like kind of crass and arrogant yeah yeah, yeah. like I, I i wouldn't say aggressively so but yeah. he's he's getting there like if he hadn't gone back home when he did he would have been an asshole when he went back eventually yeah so yeah he um he changed fast <laughs> he did i was i one day he was like, yeah, when I go back to the mainland and then he's like, I'm not going back. Yeah. I love Adira and I love my sister. Yeah. And I want to play for you guys now. So yeah, it was strange. After 10 years. Yeah. That's like really fast. He just fell back into it so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of uh, Freda? Frey? Freya? Yeah. Freda. Frey. Is that the sister? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, why? I find it hard sometimes. And I don't know if this is just the, me not liking, or I shouldn't say not liking. I was like, clearly you have an opinion because I don't, yeah, I, I mean, like, really not like notice. a big, not a big yeah. opinion, but like, is this just a me not knowing kids kind of thing? But I didn't really, I couldn't tell the kids apart, like other than the name. Oh. You know what I mean? Like they like, were very distinct not for me you know yeah and I don't think that's like that obviously isn't a problem with her writing because everybody else is so distinct and I think it's just a problem with me no I agree they just they were pretty one note characters okay that's fair, yeah. that's fair. okay that makes yeah. me feel better at least yeah and they're kids I, I wonder, so I mean I, yeah I think I don't think we get Maisie's point of view no we just get Freya's and she's supposed to be four and that's what I had to keep reminding myself like oh, at some point four. I sh- yeah at some point I should have written a timeline down because for the longest time I thought that Freda was four and she was 10 because I had confused them at one point mm-hmm. and so then I was like that confused some of the storyline for me yeah some of the yeah, like yeah. The, the backstory for me yeah but again not a problem with the writing a problem entirely no, yeah. with, <laughs> with no, yeah. my my I'm wondering if it was because she had so many point of views going on she didn't want to like confuse us too much but no that's fair that's fair um but yeah I agree it wasn't I didn't feel like there was I'm like by name alone <laughs> it was yeah yeah um and plus like the Freda's points of view little little snippets right they it felt like they were thrown in there just to make us not realize that she was about to get kidnapped that one time because every time mm that she had one of her little points of view was like I heard something in the garden so I looked outside and I was like girl do not don't (laughs) don't look through the shutters (laughs) yeah or like the number of times before that was happening before she was like taken out that last time Mm -hmm. when uh Murray almost got her where what's his name Jock was just like hey go outside or or Mirren was real quick she was like go outside go pick some eggs and I was like don't not not don't do this I know, right now. I was, 
it felt like it felt like like a horror movie when you're yes, like when let's you're like not waiting for it to happen yeah. yes yes and maybe that's also why it's like for the first like several times that it was her point of view so much stress like don't come outside at first when the when um when murray walked up and she was like so i saw a brecken and i saw like his his blue plaid and everything i was like oh maybe it's her dad because we're talking about him right now and then they're like and so his straw blonde hair and green eyes and i was like oh my god (laughs) it's happening it's happening yeah man i am excited to see the west though yes because inez seems pretty fucking badass is it inez i think so i love that um that's milo's grandmother's name oh it's i-n-e-z and she's scottish well comes has scottish descent or whatever nice nice her last name's moffat but i i i read it innes because that's what it looks like to me but i'm Mm -hmm. happy that it's inez i think that's cute it's probably just a different spelling yeah i was doing the audiobook so otherwise i would not know how to pronounce half of these names I'm really oh. glad. So I did. I did the audiobook and the book together. So did I? But I didn't read when she came. I didn't listen that's when fair. she that's came fair. on. So I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, that's I would why not, I know it's Adira. I, I would have. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I know it's Adira. It's Murray. Um. Mirren, which kind of just sounds like Marin. Yeah. Um, Marin. Marin. Yep. Like just a sound away. It's also just the accent because eyes are as. Yep. Exactly. Of exactly. Is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would not have known how to pronounce like half the names if I, yeah. I Jack, I've got down. Yeah, Oddly enough, Jack. I've got that one down. I probably would have been able to get Freda eventually. Yeah. But yeah, there's not. Torrin's so easy too. Torrin's, yeah, Torrin's easy. Um, Sidra, also easy, just would have, mm-hmm. the number of name. times that we've read that recently, it actually, and it's been like something to do with the city. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. I think Sidra is a... But like with a C. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I When I hear Sidra, I think of... I think it's like a river, isn't it? I think so. Somewhere. In, isn't it like in Akatar? <laughs> I is love it? that. Yeah, I think it is the <laughs> Sidra, yeah. Ooh. It's a river somewhere in the world. Yeah. Not oh in our world, God! Though. Yes, a quarter thorns and roses. Sidra River. It's with an A though. S I D R A. I've also decided that ugh, I'm like I don't know. This might be like my future daughter's name or something. <laughs> but I love Sidra and I love Signy. Mm-hmm. Those are like I think Gaelic names. Mm-hmm. And I never knew how to pronounce Signy. Because it was it's S I G N E, so I always thought it was Signe, but Signe sounds cuter. And then you can like I, call her Siggy for short. Yeah. I just think that's really cute. I think <laughs> nobody steal e my idea. <laughs> does one of those like A E sounds? Yeah. So it's more like an A, but yeah. like an I can't do it. What what is what is more of an A the E? So yeah, the Signe. It's more of like a, the A E than like just a straight A. Oh yeah. But I can't properly do that sound. I know that for a fact. So, right. <laughs> um, Adira is a very pretty name, in my opinion. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. I, as oh, so, 
I almost just knocked over my water onto my laptop and my life flashed before my eyes. So, um, I did not see, like I mentioned earlier, I didn't see the plot twist coming because mm. I knew that his dad was going to be Brecken. I was like, it's yeah. too easy. She's right there on the border. Yeah. Ob- they've obviously found some way through. And I thought that maybe he knew about the, the flower and that's mm-hmm. what he was using. And that's how he, like, that's the secret he reveals for some reason. Um, Based on his reaction when he saw Marin, I'm going to assume that he is actually a very good person. And maybe he was helping the little girls because he didn't have a choice in whether or not they were taken. But he did have a choice because he had to, like, swear fealty to, to what's his name? The heir, the asshole. And so he, he was like, the one thing I can do is make sure these girls are taken care of. And so that's what I'm telling myself for now. Yeah. And I hope that's what ends up happening. Well, there's that part in the end when Maisie tells Sadira right before Adira yes. leaves about Els, Elspeth. Elspeth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's to me, it sounds like they were able to get along with them pretty well. Mm-hmm. Or whoever Elspeth is, and I think so that there's some there is some kind of hope that it's not going to be as like dire. I don't mm-hmm. know that they're going to be able to like get along. I hope so. Yeah, I feel like because there's like this whole what, what did I write in here? Hold on a second. Okay, so like the the, the like the main conflict between them is the resources right mm-hmm. and one thing you and i have talked about definitely on the podcast before but also with each other multiple times is how like when you remove somebody's need for like or their struggle for survival they become generally better people because they don't have to worry like their mm-hmm. life isn't living isn't lived in a constant state state of struggle and survival needs and everything mm-hmm. and so i do think that if they can can find a common ground then it'll be good they'll be able to like properly re- reinstate balance yeah help each sense. other yeah. yeah yeah and then if we want to talk about balance again because we just read hold on oh, sorry i've been sitting all day so i'm all stiff we just read the the snippet for for like the back of the book for number two and that even re-emphasizes kind of their need for balance right mm-hmm and so what could be more balanced of rulers than somebody who was born in the West and raised in the East mm-hmm. and her husband, somebody who was born of a mother from the, the East and a father from the West. Mm-hmm. I think that's perfect. Yeah, exactly. I don't see any flaws with that whatsoever. Yeah, that was that was pretty tidy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say that. But you, not tidy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, don't say that. You're going to curse it. You're going to ch- jinx know. it. It was destined. <laughs> it does feel a little bit like that because yeah. he wouldn't even be alive if it hadn't been for her. Mm-hmm. That moment between them before they had sex. For a book that was this big and didn't have sex, we enjoyed it a lot. I, I'm telling you. Yeah. I, you have no idea. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> there's that part when Torn can talk and he's sitting down and she comes in between his legs and I thought she 
she was on her knees. And I was like, if I were her, <laughs> I would just like, <laughs> I would just like take it out. Yeah. And I would just, I would fix him. I was so, he is such like uh, a wounded, like, oh my God, boy, I just like, your Pisces is showing. I was like, oh my God, I just want to, I want to make you feel better. (laughs) I loved that. I loved him. And also I just imagined Torin was just very attractive the whole time. So I was just turned on every time he came in the room. So he felt like if we were to cast this somebody that I've used before he felt like the Henry Cavill of this book like the big guy you know what I mean yeah we we, we've kind of talked before about how like books will throw in different guys to suit our tastes Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. you'll get the big guy I'll get the skinny muscular guy I'll get like then you have Jack who has like the long fingers He's definitely your type. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, okay, Jack. Emotionally distant musician. What? <laughs> yeah. I was totally like, not my Melissa type. is Adira. Yes. And I am Sidra. And yep. we're going to live our lives out <laughs> on Kingdom. the East and the yeah. West. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Because even I mean, then, like, mm-hmm. like we have the, the our, our, our usual attractions but I was into like, like the, the growth that Torin made was mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. so like the emotional intelligence there. Mm-hmm. Cause their relationship is probably just like several steps ahead of Adira and mm-hmm. Jack. Yeah. So I think they're a bit older. Yeah. Um, because also I had texted you guys. I was like, I love Torin. And that was early. That mm-hmm. was like right after the scene he had with his dad. When you kind the, of hear the first Torn. time he goes to see him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and torn and it kind of gives a little bit of backstory about like him, like, you know, you can really see kind of the, the toxic masculinity with him mm-hmm. specifically because of his role as like the captain of the guard, East guard mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and him needing, not able to show like vulnerability or um, weakness to anyone even to Sidra and kind of seeing that like unravel is nice well also like that scene in particular you see where that comes from too yeah because instead of telling his son right there what he obviously knew how to do he mm-hmm. kind of just put him down yeah and he was like you're not like you're too much of a man to do this you should leave this to a woman Mm-hmm. but it's like there's an actual baby right there in front of you who cannot wait for him to go out and find a wife immediately and so then yeah. he like graham comes to his senses and sends yeah. him that note and that was like kind of in a way like foreshadowing the issues that Torin was gonna have mm-hmm. because the whole thing is that graham can't talk to him mm-hmm he needs him to be away from him for them to exchange something. Just as like, yeah. it's barely even, like I wouldn't even categorize it as intimate if we're going to, it's at the very, very edge. Like it's level one intimate. Yeah. How to take care of a baby. And he couldn't even do that. Yeah. And you can see a very different man when he's with Sidra and Maisie, mm-hmm. but not with Torin, just with the, just with the girls. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's like a huge, like he, I think it was seeing that more clearly that made Torin want to be like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not repeating this. Yeah. And then losing Maisie and realizing that he doesn't want that to be the legacy of their relationship. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I think um, kind of a different um, point. Yeah. Something that um, we've talked on the podcast before which is the the tro- the whole romance trope of like if he touches you I'll kill you like how much I hate that yeah however however there is a moment <laughs> in this book when he finds I think it was at Murray and in the in Mirren's cottage and he just punches his jaw and he's yeah. like you stole my daughter you assaulted my wife and I'm going to kill you for that. And I was like, and then he like Spartan kicks him. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Specifically, specifically because it's like he kicked him right where he had kicked Sidra. Yes. Mm Hmm. Oh my God. Don't even talk to me about that. I was like very into that. Yeah. They're like, there's so much like sex in this book. I can't even. And there's sex. Yeah. Yeah, without any like ana- ana- anatomical descriptions, like oh you yeah, know, nothing like specific at all. But it was very good. This um, is romance in such like a true. It is, yeah, like, in, a, in a very traditional sense. Yes, you can feel it in between the lines and their like looks at each other. Because when okay, so it's only been a few weeks, right? But then Jack talks about how, or I guess Adira kind of proclaims it first but she's like I don't care what they all say I want you and that doesn't Mm -hmm. come as any surprise Mm -hmm. because you can feel it happening Mm -hmm. Ah, beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah 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 they're oh we haven't talked about either I mean because Jack and Adira are kind of like the um the main kind of Mm storyline so they're the ones that are kind of doing all the things like they're the ones doing uh where he plays to the spirits mm-hmm. that was really cool yeah I loved that like you could also the she there's so many of the things I underlined in here because of the way she of the way she the her descriptions of things are incredibly like visceral and poetic but also like really grounded um and one of her like especially the confessions of love obviously I underlined all of those but oh, yeah. the ones too where she was um where they were like calling the spirits and just she was describing like the um oh, what was her name when when of the mm-hmm. the sea the river the lake one of the sea the spirits yeah yeah I think it was the sea yeah and uh I think that was when in Easterstone or like something are the earth people oh the ev Evie stone and then yeah. um there was oh it's in the it's on the map actually kelp kelpie rock or something yeah it's like re yeah kelpie rock and i don't i don't remember the um spirit i think it was win or something w-h-i-n whatever but um you know win was one of the earth ones but then oh, it was okay. like r because it was in one of the fairy ream. tales ream yes ream ream is the sea and then um the the bane bane is the the, 
the villain. It yeah. sounds like a very villain. We haven't scene, met the Northern Wind. The fire, which is going to be the next one. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. And yeah. I okay, okay. So anyone who has not, well, if I guess if you're listening to this, you're not. You don't have a problem with spoilers. But um, if you want to read the snippet for the next book before we say anything, then pause this real quick. Go Google it. Come back to us. Yeah. We will wait. Um, but I like that basically what's going to happen next book is that Jack's going to revive fire and that's going to be part of them restoring balance to mm-hmm. their island because it shouldn't have a hierarchy with the spirits. Right. At first I thought it was just because like earth is stronger than water because there's more earth and air is stronger than earth because air is everywhere. But then fire not being the strongest doesn't make sense either because I should, wouldn't it like, makes sense for that to be the strongest because it can be anywhere it wants to be mm-hmm. so restoring balance of the spirits is going to be fucking huge yeah. yeah 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 i'm really excited same um the i i guess i guess i just imagine when she was describing like the spirits i could see it mm-hmm. you know and that's really rare for me it i'm not rare for me but it hasn't ha- that ha- kind of imagination she's pulling out of me hasn't happened mm-hmm. in a long time with like books I feel like yeah um it's it was like I could see it and I could see I could see like the inside of the homes I could see like the mist oh I also just love Scotland oh so. I know really I was just like I really back. wanted to see it like I was like yeah. I really want to it was easy mm-hmm. to pull from because we've also been to Scotland before. Yes. Like it wasn't like in Crescent City where you're imagining something entirely new. Yeah. It was like, I've seen the moors of Scotland before. I can, I can I imagine can that. Together, That's already yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to fill in some extra blanks. It was easy. Yeah. Really made me want to watch Rob Roy. Have you seen that? No, but I've heard of it. Oh, it's so good. It kind of made me want to rewatch the first season of Outlander. That too. Yes. I saw, and I don't know if it's just because my phone is listening and could hear 14 straight hours of, <laughs> of a Scottish accent, but I've been getting a lot of Outlander reels on Instagram oh, and I saw the hand fasting mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was in that scene though. Yeah. I hadn't realized like this was a, like a close up. It was, it was kind of poorly done. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> and so it was just like from here, like just into the boob up for both of them. And so her boobs were like center. And yeah. I was like, wow, I'm going to have to put that, I guess, into my, my river enchanted brain as I'm, <laughs> yeah. as I'm listening your, to this. Your mood board. <laughs> yeah. As I was like, I've clearly been, been underselling their clothing here. I have yeah. them all wrapped up. So <laughs> yeah. Go back and rewrite. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was definitely like, I kept, I was listening to my, um, my playlist that has like all of these like movie score and mm-hmm. I was and I had messaged you and I was like when Braveheart theme comes on when you're reading about Scottish yes Scottish yes. fantasy and it was like so perfect because that and like Outlander would play and I'm like oh yeah like I felt so there mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the um what are they called you know the moors no the mute the the instrument bagpipes Heart? oh bagpipes. <laughs> yeah. 
such a romantic instrument it is it was done right, there, it, kind it of was is. meant it was meant to fill the valley yeah it's supposed to be loud because the acoustics in the, in the valley is i mean they're pretty bad they, they don't stop yeah <laughs> um going i'm just thinking about the bagpipes player in edinburgh yeah you can hear it all over the city yeah and that's the the goal i guess yeah <laughs> it just wafts up the <laughs> <laughs> all the way down the mile oh um no it's actually he's actually a really good player yes Yay. isn't it more than one or is it just the one uh, there was just one when i went there okay um, i'm sure there's more than one somewhere. i feel like maybe they like i was wondering if they have like shifts Mm-hmm. so that way there's always somebody yeah. during like business hours giving like the <laughs> scottish it's like it's <laughs> like the it's like the beef eaters at the, <laughs> the buckingham palace they have to like yeah they're not allowed to like smile at you and shit yeah but it's like the scottish version so they take pictures yeah. with you and they like tell you to fuck off yeah <laughs> and they're like give me whiskey yeah yeah okay quick thing yes i kept wondering why the hell it was called a river enchanted the whole book and i was like i hate books like that mm-hmm. that it just it doesn't have the it's the just a pretty name fucking name has nothing to do with the story that's like my yep. one of my biggest pet peeves and of course like in the last like four chapters it tells you oh because that's how they've been getting it on yep. the border and i'm like okay yep. so it was like actually a hint it was, Which it was and I, I feel so I stupid think, i know i feel so dumb and i don't know if it's like I'm going to tell myself and I'm going to tell you, and we can both use this excuse is because we had to read it so fast because we mm-hmm. put it off for so long. Mm-hmm. And that is the only reason we didn't see these plot twists coming out exactly. because they didn't have any hits, what hints whatsoever. We didn't get the to reveal. like, we had no like space in between reads to like ponder. Yeah. Last night when I finished reading, Binged I it. fucking conked out. I wasn't, yeah. I was asleep. So that was it. Yeah. I was done. Yeah. Um, but in in our defense, there was literally no indication that Adira was actually from the West. A couple yeah. of like like she went up to the top of that cave, that cliffside, and could see out to the West. And she would like to do that sometimes. But that right. doesn't even read necessarily as somebody being from the West. That also just reads as someone she has curious big dreams. about the West. Yeah, she's yeah. curious. She's got big dreams. Yeah. She's like like uh it, it added to her want to create peace with them yeah yeah because exactly. the west is such a mystery so that made a lot of mm-hmm. sense for that mm-hmm. and i did feel super bad for her at the end when everyone was like gossiping and they were talking about how she knew from the beginning and what were all these illegal dealings she was having with them and i was like if she's the laird they're not illegal yeah simple as that yeah but people are stupid and yeah i hope i hope she gets to come home yeah and I hope Murray dies. Yes. And I hope Torin does it. Does it. Does it. Does it. Does it. Yeah, I do too. I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see that scene, please. Yeah. Please. And I don't want to see like some change of heart in him where he like is holding the sword over him and he doesn't do it because he's a change he gives man him for Sidra. Forgiveness or some shit. Yeah, no, I want to see him kill them. Yeah. And I want to see Sidra like give him the thumbs up to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen, but I think that'd be fun. Yeah. 
So it's it's happening in our dreams. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna happen in my dream tonight. <laughs> it's gonna happen so. regardless. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I feel like it was a big book and very character driven. I feel like there was so a wasted word. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to remember if there's anything else that happens. So do you think um Cedra is gonna become a goddess of the earth? I don't know. I just feel like that was like a really big connection to have for it to just yeah. be like one day she plays with the figurine and yeah. that's that. Um maybe we find out like I said, like maybe we find out that the island, the people of the island are more connected to the spirits mm-hmm. than just by location. Yeah. Um, especially because they're gonna be working together in the next book to try to defeat Bane. Yeah. So yeah. And it seems like people have their uh like what's the word i'm gonna blame like so mercury has entered its shadow and i feel like more and more lately i keep forgetting words so mm-hmm. it's gonna be retrograding here in a few weeks um everyone kind of has like their like affiliation so mm-hmm. like sidra can do healing really well right. um mirin does the weaving the weaving then you have una who does the blacksmith and uh jack does the music and so they all like are able to channel their magic through a trade right and as far as we know it doesn't say that people can do it outside of those trades mm-hmm. so it feels like they've kind of got their yeah. their something to connect them so i don't know if maybe that it's like an occupational yeah like ma- um power magic mm-hmm. yeah like it has to serve like because there's no like curses going on there's no like yeah like you've no, got the enchanted like knives, isolated but... things yeah. yeah yeah um but everything yeah is connected to some kind of like occupation mm-hmm. and i don't know how much it is an occ like it's focused on the occupation itself or if it's just like to have to find like... the magic that they're good at and they turn that into an occupation right right you know which I, th- I think is kind of cool because it ends up being this magic that serves mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because Jack can play his harp and it's not magical, mm-hmm. but he's he does it for people. Yeah. And um, even like when Lorna realized that he was the one that would have to replace him she saw something in him because even like adira is like i didn't see what she saw in him any different than anybody else everyone Mm -hmm. stopped and held their breath while she played but lorna saw something in him which means that she which i i would assume means that she could see that he had in him what she had in her Mm mm-hmm um, or like Donella telling Sidra that Maisie needs to follow Sidra's path because that's what she has like a an mm-hmm. inkling for, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm curious if that plays a role as well in their like relationships to the spirits. Mm-hmm. Because their religion on the island too is also very based in the spirits. It's not like a religion of, an, of a bigger god or any god. It is faith in nature and in the spirits around them. So their magic I would assume, if I'm understanding correctly, yeah. is also rooted in that. Because even Sidra couldn't heal Sidra, him. Yeah. 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 That's true. And um, also Torin being alerted when someone comes in the border. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it all it all has to do it all is very strictly linked to that and i feel like the even the weaving Mirren's weaving is secrets but also like protection which makes Mm -hmm. sense it sounds like like those kind of go together yeah 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 and so like from if, if i again if i understood correctly it was basically like implied that the secrets were used as like an anchor because as long as it stayed a secret the magic would persist so like when you looked at the the knives the knives effect only lasted as long as the bleeding lasted right yes so their effects wore off once the the wound heals the wound healed yeah so like the the effects of the plaids wear off once the secret gets out which was right. interesting. And when is it and when the plaid is ripped? Because there's that moment when um Adira like rips it and that's when she kind of learned the spell. I don't was think broken. she ripped it. I think it's like she grabbed it and it fell apart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there was just the one line when Jack was picking up one of his plaids and he was like one of the strings was pulling. So whatever secret my mom had used was about to come out. Right. I would like to know the secret that Torin told Mirren in order to Make construct sure. the... Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Because that seemed like a big moment. Because that was one of the moments, again, where Freda went outside and you're like, don't. Don't do don't this right now. Outside, don't. Yeah. Please stay within the perimeter of the house. Yeah. Yeah. So she was older. She's four. She is eight. And Maisie eight. was like four. Maisie was young. Yeah. I eventually figured it out. I eventually got like the timeline all squared away. That no, yeah. Four four makes sense because that's when she when him and Sidra got together was like a yeah. year after. Yeah, just about like at the three-year mark. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're at the three-year mark. So it was about a year mm-hmm. later. And she died during childbirth. So yeah. yeah. And then I had to remember that Jack said a comment about like when we find out that his sister is eight years old, that he spent almost his entire time in university just completely oblivious to his sister. How many people do you think had like a plaid that was the secret that she had a daughter and or I guess how many people have a plaid that is who his father is that just fell apart after this because they didn't expect it to ever come out like imagine you're wearing something and the secret comes out and you didn't know that like it comes out and your plaid just fucking falls apart and comes off 
Like that. Oh, see, I, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that would be pretty fucking sad. <laughs> like you're just kind of walking you're around like, naked at and that And then point. you're dirt. Yeah. And then just all of a sudden you're not clothed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is terrible. That's like not even arguably. That's just worse. Yeah. 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 Okay. <sighs> Any I final cr- thoughts? I cried hard on this book. I the only thing that stopped me from crying was knowing that we had to record in like 15 minutes after yeah. I finished it. So you're gonna cry when we're done. I'm gonna think about this afterward. I'm gonna read the last the last few pages and I'm gonna sob. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yes, this is this this is one of my favorites that we've covered on the podcast. I love this mm-hmm. book so much. I will read it again and I cannot wait for the next one. And I'm also very Same. glad it's a duology. Yeah. I, you know, it's, there's something that feels right about just seeing these small moments in their life and then, yeah. you know, putting it to bed. There's something super special about that. Yes. Like, yeah. cause, cause there is something to be said about that. Like, you know, not like books, like with long, long series, like you can, you have to kind of create an arc, which like each book, which is exciting to be with the characters for a long time and you kind of get like more in depth with them but then there's also something really special about really getting like deep in one book mm-hmm. and giving it like the attention and like the space that it needs yeah and it just like hits so much like deeper that's yeah. what it felt like this one for me no I agree I agree <sighs> Yeah. It felt very fairy tale like in the same mm. way that like Lord of the Rings feels fairy tale like where you can mm. feel that it's being drawn from those sources. Yeah. Even if it's not an actual fairy tale. Like it's it's not short at all. It's more of an epic if we're gonna like make that oh, yeah. kind of comparison. But it's still so whimsical. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. 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 It can- Jack, so yeah. <laughs> It's a little bit torn. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it reminded me a lot of the poems of Ossian, which mm-hmm. I told you I ordered finally because this yes. book has just like complete. I was like, oh, I read it in college. Oh, snippets of it. Uh, in You're going to go down the rabbit hole. I'm going to go down the rabbit hole because I, I I did my paper on one of my papers on it, and it is because Fingal's one of the characters, and and he was the you know, the backstory was like of of the two clans. Oh, Fingal and Joan. Yes. 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 But it's just like such it's such it's such this beautiful, like re- almost like this like repeated saga mm-hmm. of um what did you what did you call it? Um Epic. Epic, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um this like repeated epic saga of these clans that go to battle. And mm-hmm. then they die on the hill and then there's, they live in the mist and they tell their story. And then down. it gets warped over time until it creates another war and like, yeah. yeah. And like, and they, um, and they sing on the, they, their, their spirits sing on the hill in the mist of like longing for like their wives mm-hmm. and, you know, their wives breast and, you know, but fighting for like, it's yeah. just like kind of it's like this generational thing where it's like mm-hmm. nothing ever gets solved and it just kind of keeps going it's really cool 
but I love um, like the idea of like the wind also yes like, I didn't know how serious like, how literal that was at first yeah but then it was like extremely yeah. literal that was that's fun. what I love about that too is how like you're like you're not sure how how yeah like serious yeah. this is but then it ends up being like way more whimsical than you thought which I mm-hmm. loved I loved that um I do also kind of on the note of like the ASEAN stuff if we were to look 200 years in the future if they don't resolve the issue now it's not going to be the story of Joan and Fingal it's going to be the story of Adira the stolen child yeah that gets told around yeah on the west side and then on the east side is going to be the story of the stolen daughters by the like the changeling Adira yeah and so that's really interesting to think about is that like we're reading the potential like epic scary bedtime story yeah for the next generation of kids yeah yeah so yeah okay. I'm so excited for the next one same I was like does this come out in the winter in the spring like how soon can we read this this comes yeah. out the next book comes out December 6th and so yes. that is going to be in our next season yes cool. it is cool. yes okay yes all right what are we reading next week Melissa a king of battle and blood which is from what I've heard of Scarlet St. Clair is going to be a very steamy book and I'm yes. so ready. <laughs> it is our first official sex for the season. Yeah. Like real sex. Yeah. Like not closed like, door sex. Like we're going to get like penis action. We're going to get penis. We're going to get the V. We're going to get some boobs and yes. some, some nice man boobs too. I could yes. use some man boobs. <laughs> yeah. So this is, um, remind me. So this is God's. Or is no, it? This is vampires. Vampires. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, I, I, there was one. I felt like it was like Tristan and Isolde's. I think that's, that's what this is. Oh, it is, but it's vampires. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes, that's their names <laughs> at least. Yeah. Okay. So cool. I don't know how much it ties into like oh, Arthurian yeah. stuff, but right. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Okay, cool. Or it's just her wait. name that's Isolde. Hold on. I'll look at it later. It's right here. Yeah. Yeah, I have it too. I'm going to be taking it with me to Michigan. Ooh. Mm, yeah. So that'll be our next one. Yes. In the meantime, thank you for listening again, for joining yes. us. Thank we appreciate you. it. We appreciate all of your, your uh, listens and your likes and your, yeah. even if you don't show us love, we feel it. We feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So until next week, mm-hmm. happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.